Thank you so much for listening once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number Hasawahawaha. Uh, I am your host and the author of the piece you're about to hear today, Jack. You can call me the Great Knight or the other way around. If you didn't listen to the update last week, just super quickly, I like shaking things up, I guess, because what we're going to do for the rest of 2021 is just an episode a week. We're going to drop the season system. And I'm feeling very prepared after my long time away. Hopefully it didn't feel like too long for you guys and the holidays and recharging and everything else to really give it a swing for a podcast a week, brand new content all the way through every Thursday. Lots of Friday shows and telling you guys in advance if there's not going to be a Friday show every Friday at 10 Eastern on the server. Unless, ah, unless, of course, we can get other stuff going. In which case, I think that would be amazing, personally. Uh, That obviously is up to the fates and people wearing masks and all other kind of stuff as well. But really, that is the game plan. I'll have more information for you guys uh, about Patreon and the update there. Don't worry, it's very good news. I promise it's very good news. I know that I've been uh, moving targets and promising, but I've actually... I've got some good stuff there for you guys, but first I want to prove it uh, with the podcast, with everything else, and and just keeping that rolling on out for you. So what better way to talk about where we are and how to get back into things than to do a piece called Back to It. Don't you want to get into it? Just what the fuck do you think you're doing? Just what the fuck do you think you're doing? No. I don't think so. Uh Uh-uh. Get over my lap. Are you going to make me ask again? I said get over my lap now. Now! You have no idea. If your body shuddered just there, you have no idea. I, dear, do you hear me? You think you know what it's going to be like from here on in. You don't know anything. Come on. Show me your ass. You know what you're in this position for. (laughs) You're here to get taken to task by me. Only me. I seem to be the only one that gives you what you need. And so you give me that power over you. Now don't you? (laughs) Your ass is hanging out. Is it cold? Or is it just perfectly hot because it's wondering what's going to happen next? Here. Let me show you. One, two, three. (laughs) One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. There we go. My hands in your hair. My fingernails scratching your scalp even though you're shaking from just a little bit of a spank. The things you do to me. When I get to do these things to you, they will never, ever stop being something special. 
You see, the way that I feel, it's not just about my cock digging into your ribs. It's not just about the way that it can feel or how good it could be. It's a matter of making it feel right for both of us. It's about getting you back where you need to go. It's about getting you back to it. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it very much as well, but you get me back to it when I'm between your legs, when I open you up, when I feel how wet you are for me, when I feel it all. But even with all that, I still need more. Do you understand me? I don't think you do. Did I make you jump just there? Just with a little tug of your hair? Just with my voice getting a little too loud? Is that what happened? Hmm? <sighs> I love running my teeth up and down the outside of your ear. I enjoy it more than I can say. I love feeling how hot and wet that pussy is, even through the fabric, up against my thigh. This is how I want to get you into it, get you to a place where I can enjoy every single part of you. But much more importantly, get you back. Oh, you can say that I don't, but I'm pretty sure I do. I'm pretty sure I need to get you back, right where I had you before, where you were just a little mess for me, bubbling and hot, <sighs> ah, ready to spill over. You haven't been that for me lately, have you? And that's on me. I did it to you. I am the one who cooled you down by not stoking you up enough. I'm the one who made you feel that way. And I'm going to make you feel hot again. Just like I'm doing right this moment. Is your body listening to me? Is it starting to feel the way that my hands slide up and down your back is not? just what it's going to be, that I'm going to have to be inside you, that I'm going to have to have all of you, that you're going to need to give me everything. You're going to have to give me all of it. Your fantasies, your cum, your whimpers, your whispers, your desires. If you really want me to stoke it, Every bit of heat inside you, I'm going to need it. Now, aren't I? <laughs> right there. Right there. Right fucking there. Everything I am. When I slide your thighs apart with my hand, when I move just my middle finger up and down your slit and tell you how wet you are, how I can see it, how easy it is for me to make you like this, I know what it does to you. 
my right hand rubbing up and down against your slit, feeling just that light secretion, the squeak because of how lubricated you are. My left hand playing through your hair, stroking your scalp, your neck, up and down your spine. I have you. In this position, in this very intimate form, I have you, and I can do whatever I want to you. And what I want is to turn your little pussy on, to make your scalp feel like it needs to be rolled around in my hand. What I want is for you to feel everything, all of it. I want you. You hear me? I want you. All of you. And you're going to give it to me. When I treat you like this, each and every time, you're going to give it to me. You already gave me the power, so now it's all about pressing down on the throttle. It's about making you feel as hot as I do. You hear me? As hot as I do, and I want it from you right now. That finger sliding beyond your ridges and into your pussy, deep and full. Just the middle finger. That's all you need when you're this turned on for me. My left hand slides down from your scalp, past your neck, over your shoulders and down your spine, so that it can start grabbing and squeezing and evaluating your ass cheeks. Do you know that I can tell how close you are to coming just from how tense they are? Oh, it's true. My middle finger moving in and out of you just a little bit faster now, a little corkscrew motion, but really, it's not about the penetration. If anything, you know exactly what that's for. I'm only penetrating you to show you that I can, how wet you are, how much you open up for me. That's all. It's just my finger and the little come-hither motion that I do at the end, the way that the knuckle digit inches in and out of you. It turns me the fuck on. I know you can feel it in my cock hardening beneath your sternum as it presses down. Still, my left hand squeezes your ass cheeks, bouncing back and forth between the two, and I love what I find clearly, the way that I'm grabbing and pushing my fingers into you. Do you like it too? Feeling so exposed with me looking down at you at your ass? I didn't say look up at me. I didn't say answer. If I want something from you, it'll be much more specific, and you will know what it is now. Do I have to penetrate you faster for that? Do I have to push my middle finger in and out faster because of that? I think that you're going to make me do exactly that, aren't you? 
aren't you? Yes, you fucking are. <laughs> And that's exactly what I want. Do you hear me? Yes. That little corkscrew motion, just one finger. Everything that I've trained you to, all the horniness, even more than that. Do you need it against your clit? Do you need it against your clit? Do you wish that left hand was snaking up beneath you right now and moving against it? Well, it's not going to. You want that clitoral stimulation, you're going to have to get it yourself. You're going to have to buck your hips, spread your thighs even though you're on top of me, and try and grind against the muscle that's there. Can you do that while I'm fingering you? Can you do that while I'm fingering you so good? Because if you can, maybe you can come. Maybe as I just swat ever so gently your cheeks, you can feel it. Can you? Can you? All right there, right there. Grind that fucking clit against me as I push in and out. I'm not going to use a second finger. It's just going to be the one. You're saying you can't come from this. You're not turned on enough. Have I not given you everything? Everything that you desire. No? No, have I not? Is it not there? Ready, 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 give it to me. Ready, give it to me. Give it to me. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Feel that penetration. Keep it tight, but also rub that clit. Keep that friction going. Going. Speed it up. Feel the tightness. Speed it up. Yes, you can. Don't you fucking give up on me now. I get to tell you exactly what to do. You will keep pushing it. You will keep pushing it. You will not give up until I am done. You hear me? Do you fucking hear me? Do you fucking hear me? Come on, give it to me. Rub that clit. Come on, if you have to change it up, change it up. But don't stop. I need the penetration, and I need you to buck your hips. If you can't buck them now, then how in the world are you going to do enough of it when I put you back on top? I haven't made you ride me until your leg's given out in so fucking long. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Come on, work it for me, work it for me. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Push it, push it, push it, push it, push it. Yes, you can. Don't give up. 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 Don't, 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 don't. Now, 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 now. Yes, 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 yes. Right there, right there, right there. Yes, 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 yes. Come for me, 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 come for me. Oh, I love feeling how tight you get for me. How wet. Both of my hands on both of your ass cheeks now squeezing down, pressing you as you dangle. Oh, your poor midsection tomorrow is going to feel so fucking sore. But it's worth it, isn't it? Not just for the feeling either, but making me happy. Isn't it? Isn't it? What I do to you, the way that you let me into you, The way that you let me tell you what to do for my own pleasure and benefit? Make my cock so hard it stabs into your navel? Everything that you do for me, everything I do to you, is just because you let me in. Do you hear me? It's simply because you decided that I'm the one who gets to do it. Because you did decide that, I get to make a lot of choices for you. It's just how it plays out. 
You can't give me all that power and expect me to use none of it. That's unreasonable, shall we say. But reason or not, it has little to do with how I feel about you. I don't need to come every time. You hear me? I don't need to come every time. I don't, when I'm with you, need to even penetrate, orgasm, or dominate. Something about putting you in their position, it makes me feel like I've got mine. You're very sexy like that. It's to give and take. And all I want to do with this little session is get you right back to the point where you are hot for me. You can't wait to take. You can't wait to offer. I can't wait to take and give as well. Although I tend to take a strip of your hide and give you waves of my cum. <laughs> Sometimes you're still shy about that. You love my cum, but you get so squeamish when I talk about my cock instead of my dick, or my cum going on your pretty face or down your throat or in any of your holes that I wish. Even now, dangling on my lap, you still don't feel it, do you? Oh, you're lying. No, you don't. But I have a way to make you do it. Uh-huh. You can sit up on my lap and face away. It's my specialty. When I fuck you like this, I never feel more in control. Like I am the throne and you're the pretender sitting on me. I get to bounce you and have someone else sit maybe if you don't wear the crown right. And isn't that horrible? Everything I make you feel, all the goodness of it, if I didn't enjoy you sitting on me too. <laughs> I am that. Fucking good. You hear me? I am so good that I know it. I know it about myself. And your body does too. I love how big I am, how strong, how small I can make you feel on my lap. You wish that you didn't. You thought that you wouldn't. But here you are. Me just moving my hips around and making you feel light as water flowing in a river. <laughs> oh my, speaking of flowing, speaking of a river, mm, so fucking wet for me, I goddamn love it. Mm, rubbing your juices on your own skin as I trail my hand up your torso. Mm, for all, I am just a man, so of course I have to molest your breasts quickly. Tweak your nipples all while pushing my cock in 
between your thighs. Mmm, so hard for you. All your moaning, all your eagerness. I made sure to only use one finger so I could stretch you open, just like I've been missing. As I push myself into you from beneath and behind, won't you tell me? Did you miss this too? Did you miss this? Aren't you happy that I'm back to it as well? Moan for me as I push into you. Moan for me as I spread you open. You're so hot, you're so wet, and I'm not even remotely reacting. You can feel it. My hands moving back to your hips to push you down. This is the position that I've wanted you in for far too long. I've clearly been thinking about this for longer than just today, haven't I? Haven't I? Yeah, you do know. Because you know me. Because you know what I can give you. Right there. Right there. Right there. Start bouncing, come on. Show me, start bouncing, come on. No, not too fucking fast, just bounce. Show me, show me, show me. The urgency is there. It doesn't mean you have to be rapid. It just means you have to listen to the voice and what it says. Slowly grab my cock. Push down as I push down and then lift back up. In this position, you can make sure, so long as I can't just grab and pull you in, that you can get everything you want out of my dick, that you can get everything you want out of filling it up. Oh, and making it so goddamn hot with your pussy. Ooh, you do, you fill my fucking cock up with your cum, with your wetness before you make me shoot it all into you. <sighs> you poor thing, being dangled over my lap, and now being forced to <sighs> writhe on top of me. You really are going to be so sore. I'm probably going to need to be gentle with you. And yet, something tells me I'm just not going to be. Ooh, right there. Ooh, right there. Yes, in fucking deep. Good, 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 good. Come on, show me. Come on, show me. Show me how much you missed it. Come on, show me. Show me. Show me how much you miss this. Show me how much you miss this. Show me how much you miss this. Yes. Right there. Right there. Right there. Come on, I love it when my cock is so goddamn tight inside your pussy. I can see your lips gripping me as you push up and down. So fucking hot. You're so fucking hot. Yes, you are. God damn it. <sighs> <sighs> you gonna make me come? Right there. Right there. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yes, 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 yes. Right there. Right there. Come on, 
Stop stroking my ego. Doesn't mean you get to relax from here. It just means I need more of you. More and more of you. And you can't give up, and neither can I. I'm saying to you what I need to hear. Saying to you what I need to be. We're gonna get back to it. I'm gonna get back to it for you. And you're gonna get back to it for me. In the tension that we apply to each other, we're gonna hold each other up. We're not gonna pull each other up, we're not gonna push each other forward, we're just gonna hold each other up for a little while. And then, when everything feels a little bit more steady, we're going to cling to each other. We're going to find our balance. And we're going to have some really good, goddamn, amazing times going forward. Aren't we? And thank you so much for listening to the podcast and that piece. And 
I should probably stop to stop speaking in such a stuttered way. A little bit of a tidbit for you. Do you know that Chris Walken didn't speak to uh, native English speakers his entire life, uh, early life, including his, uh, including his father? Because I find that amazing, and look what it did for his speech patterns. Okay, here we go. You've got questions, I've got rambles. Up first, Papillon. Hi, Jack. It's Papillon. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And Mrs. Kitty, of course. Um, I have a foodie question for okay. you okay. today. Okay. Um, since lately you have been cooking up a storm and sharing pictures and tempting us on the blog with those beautifully burnished birds. Mm, goodness, <laughs> those ducks look amazing. So I'm curious um, for what's next on the menu. Um, is there a particular recipe or dish or style of food that you want to try next um as someone who is the timing of this question is incredible because i actually just got done with a grocery order and i'm proud of myself because there's a lot of new things on there uh i am making bread bowls and i'm trying to get better at making bread uh so that i can put soups in them because they're pretty healthy uh that's that's on the list as well i'm also going to try and make a baked ziti uh, the baked ziti is just a very simple dish, obviously, but it's on route to making a more complex dish down the road. So there's two things this week. I've gotten very, very good at just making pretty simple, pretty delicious meals. Like uh, I'll take like a salmon fillet or a chicken fillet or maybe some shrimp, and then I'll make a little soy sauce. I'll make a little sesame oil. Uh, maybe a little bit of like sriracha in there as well. Uh, just make a little sauce out of that and then pour it over the protein, char it real good, put that over some black rice or some black noodles. Uh, sorry, not black noodles, regular noodles. <clears throat> black noodles are on the grocery list and I'm very excited for them. Uh, so just a little bit of like soy sauce, darkened uh, protein, along with some rice, for instance, is just something I'm making a lot of, but I, you know, I make it, so why would I show it off? Uh, I'm a little bit shy about that kind of thing. Uh, as I get more into baking bread and what have you, there's going to be elevated dishes from here. But as as somebody who plans on doing a lot of cooking in 2021, not going out so much and doing a lot of cooking, that's my plan. So slowly but surely, we're building it up. Again, this week, it's, uh, it's bread bowls with soups in them and uh, baked ziti. Cross your fingers, because if they go well, it only gives me uh, all the more... Uh, encouragement to keep pushing. Uh, and what, what did she say? Fairly domestic will challenge themselves. No. I'm very envious of your cooking skills. Bullshit. I think you're doing an amazing job. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Butterfly. Up next. Jack. This is Printer. Printer. Hi. Hi. Uh, hey, Printer. Thanks for saving my butt. Got three questions for you. Let's do it. First, do you have a favorite bird? Plum duck does not count. Ha ha ha! I do have a favorite bird. It's the shoe bill stork. It's all one word, shoe bill, and then stork. S-H-O-E-B-I-L-L. -L. I promise I don't screen these fucking questions beforehand either. But I saw a shoe bill stork for the first time, like 2017, 2018, somewhere in there. And I've been in love ever since. I will get drunk and pull up gifts of shoe bill storks and crack my fucking ass off. I just love them. I just love, I don't know what I'm going to do if I'm ever in the same vicinity as a shoebill stork. I'm probably going to lose my mind. Second, 
Uh, are there any unexplained mysteries like the D.B. Cooper case or the Phoenix Lights that really interest you? If we're going with true crime like D.B. Cooper, which I don't think is cool and I don't want to solve it, uh, I, I think he's cool and what he did was awesome. Uh, I don't think the mystery is cool. If we're going to solve one, there's one true crime murder mystery I would really like to know because I just mentioned Chris Walken. It's probably on the back of my head, but here it is. I would really like to know the conclusion to Natalie Wood. That would be fun for me. My whole life, I've I've speculated just a little. I've, I've only read just a little. I'm fine with it being a mystery because I kind of feel like eventually someone's going to spill the beans, and if they don't, that's all the better. And third, in your opinion, what is the weirdest animal? Shoebill stork! Human beings! Plum duck! These are all joke answers. Uh, what is the weirdest animal? Well, did you know that the the platypus actually does have venomous reptilian DNA in it? The platypus, which lays eggs and has a venomous beak, actually has venomous reptilian DNA in it? That's pretty fucking crazy. So, like, in, in mythology, chimeras are very cool, and they've got, like, the head of a lion, and then they've got the wings of a something else. Uh, eagle, maybe? Not bad. Uh, and that's really cool, but in real life, apparently a chimera either turns out to be a person who ate their twin in utero, kinda, or... <laughs> There's a chimera listening right now going, God damn it, can there just be one week where somebody doesn't make me a true crime, like, <laughs> fetish? <laughs> uh, but it turns out if you're like an actual chimera, you either turned into a twin that ate half your twin in utero, or... You are a... <laughs> God, that's such a funny description of a chimera. <laughs> or, or you're a fucking platypus. So that's pretty weird. There's not a lot of chimeras walking around, so platypus, there's, there you go. A lot of facts for people today. Data here. Uh-oh, that was the end. Thank you so much for printer. Data, up next. And I was wondering, what has been the most satisfying thing to cook and the most tasty you girls are really about the food lately. Uh, I guess I'll have to show more food on the blog if it's going to go like this. This is pretty nice. Um, the most satisfying. Simple is satisfying. I, I can't stress enough the virtues of a potato bread uh, sandwich with just a little spritz of olive oil on each end uh, and then a sandwich. I love a panini. If somebody makes me a panini, they're basically saying I love you to me, right? Like, they didn't have to make a hot-pressed sandwich, and they did, and they did it for me. God bless them. Uh, but I legitimately think that the air fryer is coming up with, uh, with better sandwiches than I've ever had in my life. So for simple and satisfying, an air-fried sandwich of your choosing, just delicious. If we're going with, like, you've really got to cook it, though, Jack. Like, I really want to know something that you make that you feel is fantastic. I get a lot of crap for it, but the three-ingredient pasta sauce, the marinara sauce, is just so good and just so versatile. You cut up half a yellow onion. You throw it in with a can of tomatoes and half a stick of butter, a little bit more sometimes. You pull out the onion after it simmers for about 45 minutes or so. You can leave it on longer if you want. And it always comes out silky smooth, really well-tasted, really well-blended. And, and, and the base is so acidic and creamy because of the butter that you can basically do anything you want with it. 
I love that recipe. I get so much crap from it, and someone's always like, I don't think you understand. My Italian grandmother. Every time I talk about that recipe, but the recipe's from Italy, from apparently, I don't know her, but apparently a fairly renowned Italian chef from the 1970s. So there you go. If you're ever like, ooh, I'm going to make pasta sauce, but I don't want to do it from scratch and it's scary, try it just once. Half a yellow onion. Can of tomatoes. Half a stick of butter. Throw it in until it simmers. Reduce till it's a very light simmer. Pull the onion out after about 45 minutes. You can eat the onion. It's delicious if you want to do that. But then you've got your sauce. If you want to make a piece of sauce, you just, you know, you toss in a little bit of dried green uh, Italian herbs in there. Whatever you want to make from it there. Uh, I've also tried making it with a little bit of uh, vodka. It turns out great as a vodka sauce. So you just reduce the fat a little bit, the butter a little bit. I've made it with duck fat. Oh, I love that recipe. All right. Glad to see you're still around. Thank you. Glad to be around. Hi, Jack. I have some questions today from some LOTK. Hooray. First set of questions are from Neon. Okay. You've mentioned that writing is rewriting. However, during your revision process, what's the one thing you're not willing to compromise? Oh, God, there's nothing. I, If I especially love an idea and then I think the script is good, or the idea is good, but the script doesn't live up to it, I'll throw out the entire script. The idea has almost no relation to that iteration of the script. Some of your favorite stories, whether you know it or not, are remakes of existing stories or retelling of existing media, where they threw out just tons and tons of things for one reason or another. Uh, Production issues or... Uh, philosophical issues, or just because the creatives involved thought it was going to be for the best. And you love those interpretations of those stories. The idea that if somebody had clung to the original story so much that those uh, pieces of media were never created, hmm, it's just, it's just, it doesn't ring satisfying for me. And I will throw something out over and over and over again. Uh, I'm actually very embarrassed to say that I had a, a, a mentor, a friend, some years back, and they kind of convinced me that I shouldn't write stories that didn't have white characters, and before anybody thinks that, like, you were friends with Steve Bannon. Uh, this was actually a woman of color herself, and her point, which, which really sank beneath my skin, as it were, uh, her, her, her point was that, you know, as a white guy, I'm just not going to get it right. And I actually just finished up a a, a, a pilot, not a, not, a, not a screenplay, not a movie, but like a TV show, the first hour of a TV show, basically, uh, where the main character uh, is black in the 1800s, and it has nothing to do with slavery or the Civil War or any of that shit, like everything uh, that's set in America in the 1800s, starring a black person. Um and it was, you know, very wild, of course, uh, going through that. And I, I admit, I probably overprepared. I was probably too up my own ass about it because I wrote this character because he's a really interesting character to me. It's the only way I get out of bed. Uh, but I, I was very hesitant. So there's a, there's uh, an answer for you about something that I well tiptoe around. I know that I'm a white guy, 
And I get a little cautious when I write about other cultures or when I write about women and their dialogue, especially if, like, a woman calls another woman, like, a bitch or something. Ooh, I better, I, I make sure that that other character is a real bitch if I have a character calling her a bitch, you know, because I'm a guy. And that word is, you know, it's got special power. So I do, I do try and tiptoe around those things while also still uh, having that creative freedom. But, uh, again, a great philosophy of mine about the work you have written is is meaningless. Uh, writing is is not done until you've written something and you go, okay, okay. Until then, you're not done writing it. The end means nothing. A great kind of ability, agility uh, of, of this mindset is, again, you're willing to take stabs at it over and over again. And therefore, tiptoeing around certain mores or or being careful to maybe overly careful to to not represent characters poorly, even though it'd be probably good for your production schedule if you just bang that shit out, uh, is that you'll come back to it and eventually you'll go, okay, and now I've gotten it so that I think women will get that her calling that character a bitch is because she's a giant fucking bee. Okay. Uh oh. Also, you've <gasps> mentioned that you're not a big smiler. When you get high, you become all gums and teeth. So what's the goofiest thing you've either said to or done around a woman while high? Oh, my. Well, off in a naughty bit. Previously, a... Oh, okay. All right. D- different question. Oh, it's the goofiest thing. I mean, I'll, I'll get obsessed with something that I'm thinking about and then just be goofballs about that for 15 to 30 minutes straight. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll pull something up and just be giggling my fucking head off about that. Uh, probably overly laughing about a gif or something. There's a, there's a gif of a bulldog with a bull in his mouth and he's chewing on it, or maybe it's a she, and the, the ball shoots up and you can tell that the bulldog is surprised and is then intently focused on catching the ball before it comes back down, but it's the shock. Oh, it's only like five seconds long, this gif, but I have watched it play over and over and over again while high, just giggling my ass off. L-O-T-K asked if you ever made a woman squirt, and unfortunately you were short on time and couldn't tell the tale. Would you so kindly please indulge us? No, but thank you for asking. Next question is... (laughs) Oh, look, I'm short on time again, and Ali just asked another question. (gasps) From Frankie. Am I a tease? Thank you, Frankie. Are we going to be seeing more of Cowboy Jack anytime (laughs) soon? Yes, you will. Uh, Cowboy Jack is kind of a special thing. Uh, unlike literally everything else that I write and record, because he is improv. So I got to be feeling good mentally. I got to be good feeling physically. I can't be behind on too much shit. When Cowboy Jack rides into town, things are going pretty okay for actual Jack. I have some questions from Your Shadow Kitten. Okay. What got you into doing erotic audio, and what was your inspiration? (laughs) My voice and... Women telling me that they liked my voice, and I really, I, I, I appreciate that that can sound glib, but really and truly, as I look back, um, that, that's, that's really what did it. Women, women asked me to write and record. It's embarrassing to say. It sounds like I don't really mean it, but I do. Uh, w- women asked me, and my voice, and, and I guess the way that I describe some things really kind of uh, laid it down. Uh, if I could be so bold. A long time ago, back when it was naughty for me to do so, uh, I was having cybersex. Um, and 
I remember women, sometimes several or a great deal more than several years older than me, would say there's just something about the way you write that says, I, I'm going to fuck you. And uh, I, I, just, I, I just have to say that any woman who's ever reached out at any point in my life and ever said anything like that, you're the reason why I'm here. Would you ever consider doing another hypnosis piece? Yes. Absolutely. I actually did just, uh, I just did a commission one that's not quite hypnosis, but it's like a won't you trail away with me kind of thing. Uh, I absolutely need to be doing uh, hypnosis and boyfriend audios and that sort of thing. I know. I know. I know. It's 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 hard for me to come up with the with the time to do it all. It really is. Uh, so far, I've been doing great with commissions and keeping s- clients up and all the rest of that and having a pretty good time, you know, in my little plague lands hell uh, with it all. So there's just no promises. But do I want to do more stuff like hypnosis and BXP and sleep assist? Absolutely. It's not, it's, it's not a lack of desire. It is a lot of work, though. And finally, a set of questions from someone who wishes to remain anonymous. Oh, no. That's not actually it's bad. It's been so great seeing you get more and more comfortable sharing your kitchen creations on the server. <laughs> is there a dish you're especially proud of or something you're looking to try? I mean, the duck is fucking great. I show you off, I show off pretty much every duck because I feel like the ducks keep getting better. Oh, I'm so excited for my next duck. Uh, I feel like the ducks keep getting better and they're my own thing. Uh, so I actually am deeply proud of the ducks. When I can get a pizza that I'm proud of, I'm actually just about to go on the hunt for a special pan. (sighs) Special pan for homemade deep dish pizza, because I thought I left that craving behind in 2020. But then it turns out I just need to sit around for like six months, and I want to make my own. So uh, I'm actually just about to get a special, like, andonized it's not ionized. It's like andonized, like Andy ionized it. So it's andonized pan or some shit. Uh, I feel like once I get you know a good pizza recipe down, because I've already got the sauce down. Uh, I've already I'm already good at just, like getting a block of cheese, a high grade mozzarella, mozzarella, and like shredding it. Like I've already got a lot of what I need down for the pizza making. So when I get a bread bowl full of homemade soup. Or I get a pizza crust, whichever comes out first. I'll definitely be showing that off because, you know, I will be eating. All right, I'll just I'll just say it. The goal of bread bowls is to eventually make a kind of dinner version. This is just kind of a vision. I don't even know if it really exists, but I I, I think it's going to taste good. I'm just going to make like pop, uh, pop, not pop tarts. <laughs> I want sugar badly. I haven't had it in weeks. Um, what are they called? Pot pie. Thank you. Me. Uh, I, you have to thank yourself. Uh, I'm going to make essentially like pot pie bread bowls where I make just like kind of a creamy thing and then I broil them at the end real hot for just a couple of, you know, minutes, seconds. Uh, get a little crust going on there. That sounds good. So that's an ultimate goal. And then the other thing I want to do with bread bowls is I kind of just want to make like a samosa bread bowl. Like I don't want to make full samosas because I'm lazy, 
but I love them. So I just kind of want to make like a, a split pea and, uh, and potato soup and put that in a bread bowl and have that on occasion. So when I get a bread bowl that I feel good about, because those are the ultimate goals of my bread bowl making right now, I'll happily show that off. What is something non-sexual that you find attractive in a woman? Sense of humor. Eyes. I guess that's pretty sexual, your eyes. Cover your eyes, ladies. You don't know what you're doing to men. Uh, non-sexual. And I said humor. I like it when a woman isn't intimidated to tell me that she knows something that I don't. And in fact, however, whatever issues I've had with, with anger and frustration in the past, when my partners know shit that I don't, I legitimately find it attractive. I legitimately am not intimidated in any way by a woman being intelligent or knowledgeable or experienced. Uh, in in uh, most ways, obviously, in some ways, a woman can be experienced uh, and intimidate the shit out of me. I'm talking about skydiving. You mentioned stage shows in your last podcast update. Gotta say, I'm also sceptical that things like concerts will start up again anytime soon. But I was wondering if you had any ideas about what a Nightly Pleasures live show would look like. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I have a lot of ideas. Believe, I mean, I'm tired of over-promising and under-delivering because that's just not me. But this is not just like a... Oh boy, I sure hope I can go on stage kind of thing. Like, for real and for true, now that my body's there, now that I'm feeling real good about the way that I look and 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 feel and, and feel like I could really get out there, not just on stage, because that's not the hard part of touring. The hard part of uh, touring, the hard part of being live is not the energy that you bring on stage. It's doing it over and over again. Or it's having the energy to go on stage, have a shitty night where you lose a bunch of money or whatever happens, and then just do it again like it didn't happen. You know, that's that's actually the hard part of it. And that's the part that's always been pretty scary about it. Uh, the actual stage presence portion? I can't begin to tell you how much more charming and how much more interesting I am in person. If you think these... If you think it's fun hearing these questions and me not knowing that they're coming and me answering them off the top of my head, oh, baby, in person, it's literally 10 to 100 times as fun. It really is. Knowing for sure that women are standing up going to ask me these goddamn questions and I have to answer them, just this little segment alone right here, this is a lot of fun for me because I can do it and, like, 95% of entertainers can't. And I do it really well. So, like, when I think about... Getting out there and doing live stuff, even for just like a room of two dozen people, right? Because a lot of podcasts have, you know, that kind of live show following, and I might be one of them. Let's see what happens. Uh, but it was always just about my physicality and my mentality, and I'm feeling so good about them. Uh, again, I'm even more skeptical when I, than when I talked about it last time because of all the news that's come in. And I guess we can talk about that later in a fun way, of course. Uh, but I, I, as someone who's skeptical, just know that I'm eating bread bowls. Uh, when I eat out these days, it's it's fairly limited amounts. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good about where I am in relation to everything. And I even feel like I could, you know, take a lot of stress or pressure, uh, you know, and keep my composure 
And that's what I want to talk about when it comes to live shows. So do I have any thoughts about live show? Yes. Do I have any thoughts about what kind of special things will happen in a live show that can't happen in a recorded podcast uh, or, or doing distance? Oh my, yes. Do I have ideas about the visuals and optics about things uh, for live shows because they're live? Oh my, yes. Do I want to tell you what any of these things are because uh, I've been thinking about this and dreaming about this and, and this is like, you know, back when I was so sick I had to hug a toilet for several hours a day every day. Like, you know, one day, dude, get through it. One day, I promise you're going to feel better and there totally won't be a fucking pandemic that's going to just fuck everything up. I swear, dude. It's what got me through it, uh, even more than the idea of having sex again, really. And I, 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 I you know, I, I'm not, like, quote-unquote, ready to glow up and blow up and all that shit yet. But when it becomes clear, because it's going to be months in advance that live stuff is coming back, just I'm just very excited. Maybe it maybe I fuck it up like I fuck up everything else, but I'm very excited and I've had a lot of thoughts about it over the last 2 months. So, fingers crossed we get to see some execution of that. All right guys, that is the live show. If you are a fan of mine, just know that I can't thank you enough for it. Won't you spread the word? Tell everyone that Jack is back. Tell everybody that you like the stuff that we do and how we do it from Allie and me. Thank you so much for the questions. Thank you so much for being a fan. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope to hear you real, real soon. Or hear from you real, real soon. Send in those questions uh, that we're actually, like, ahead on stuff. So send them in. Because we can actually, like... Answer them, and now you might have to wait weeks to hear. Oh my god, isn't that exciting? I'll talk more about this later as I get my shit together. Uh, Live shows returning 10 p.m. Fridays on my Discord server. If you need more information about that, at Real Grey Knight, R-E-A-L-G-R-E-Y-K-N-I-G-H-T. On Twitter, it's the first link. We'll go ahead and take you on in there. I'd love to see you. Love gals saying hello for the very first time. Ladies of the night saying all that good stuff. It means a lot to me. Hope to see you there. Thank you to everybody who encouraged me to come back. Thank you to everybody who's going to send in a request. Thank you to everybody who just wants to have a year of entertainment. That's exactly what I'm going to try and bring you from the bottom of my heart. Just a year of entertainment. Nobody said anything this week, or maybe the questions got screened, um, about my time off and the holidays and having a backlog and all this stuff and my mental health. Nobody really said anything about that on uh, on Anon, on the Tumblr, or anything like that. So just real quick as the fade act music comes in, the reason why I want to be an entertainer for you in 2021 is because you are absolutely the thing that kept me going against gravity in 2020. And for very selfish reasons, I am told that the more that you give to a community, the more you feel better about yourself. So I'm just going to try and, like, rock this whole thing out. I really do feel as sexy as you think I might sound, uh, as, 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 as full of myself as I might sound right now. I really do feel that sexy uh, and that capable. Uh, I'm quite, quite interested, let's use a semi-positive word, to see what comes next. And uh, with the whole thing, the whole shebang, uh, but I'm here going to try and make you laugh and come uh, and feel better and all the rest 
in the meantime. Thank you so much once again for being a fan. See you next week.